It's time for Event News Update on the Imbalanced History Network. I'm Ray Coop. I'm Marcus Goldman. And when you need to know... Get bent! You may need to know what cities Motley Crue and Def Leppard are taking at the end of their European tour with Alice Cooper in tow. Alrighty, beginning August 5th, they're in Syracuse, New York. They go to Columbus, Ohio, Fargo, North Dakota, Omaha, Nebraska, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and wrap those dates up in El Paso, Texas, August 18th at the Sun Bowl Stadium. All big stadiums, big shows, and adding Alice kind of makes it fun for his fans as well. Without a doubt, and tickets are on sale now. And hitting our newswire just about the same time as that news was the fact that Aerosmith, having already canceled some of their latest Vegas residency dates, are canceling the rest of them for the same reason. The doctors are telling Steven Tyler... Take it easy, man. I really hope Steven Tyler recovers fully because it would be great for Aerosmith to get those last few dates in in their residency in Vegas before they call it quits. I'm more focused on him being well and enjoying his life. If that's it, I know they want to go out with a bang. It's okay if this is the way it ends. Dude, we've seen a million COVID stories in the last couple of years, and especially since we started this Bent News update on the podcast. But it hits close to home when Rex Brown of Pantera says, man, I got it. It's not that bad, but I'm taking off the rest of this tour that they've been waiting to do, at least the South American leg, because he doesn't want to risk getting everybody on the tour sick. But I feel bad for him because he's one of the guys that really, really wanted to do this. Yeah, but again, like you said earlier, health is more important at the end end of the day and as we get up there in years things like the flu and mild strains of covid can wreak much more havoc on our bodies because again we are a little older and our bodies don't work as well as they used to fast healing and all the best to my margarita drinking brother rex brown of pantera the merry-go-round just keeps turning, Marcus, and other artists signing their publishing rights off to a major conglomerate. Peter Frampton, the latest to do so, making a deal with BMG. Frampton made a statement saying he's excited to be with BMG, a company that he's worked with before and that he trusts them with his music, his legacies, and all that stuff. And he's putting it in good hands, and he gets a check. He didn't say how much, but he gets a check so he can continue to enjoy his retirement years. I mean, he's playing a bit now, but he is retired. Marcus Goldman now with an international finance report in the rock and roll world. I'm over here in Hedford, Galway, Ireland, because Phil Linet, vocalist, bass player from Thin Lizzy, has a commemorative zero euro banknote with his photo on it. And it's because he is an Irish rock legend, and sure. this euro note is done to celebrate people who are heroes, influences, inspirations to the people of the European nations. It's pretty awesome. But you can't spend it, right? You can't use it as currency. Absolutely not. It has no value, but it's Frame the still... fucker. I'd never nah, spend it anyway. I would totally get one of those without yeah. a doubt. And the picture they have of Phil Linet is awesome. We'll put a picture up on that as well. I'll do better than that. I'll put the link so you can get your own. Excellent. Elton John might say, grow some funk of your own. He had a song of uh, that title back in the day. You know, he's joining the ever-growing number of people who are getting out of Twitter business because they don't like the guy who's at the top of the pyramid there. Oh, did I say pyramid? 
Hey, if he wants to quit, let him quit. Look, we're not going to get into a debate here about Twitter, because what's the point? But Elton wanted everybody to know what's behind his announcement, and here's what he released via his Twitter account before he quit. All my life, I've tried to use music to bring people together, yet it saddens me to see how misinformation is now being used to divide our world. I've decided to no longer use Twitter, given their recent change in policy, which will allow misinformation to flourish unchecked. Sounds fair to me. And by the way, uh, while he's you know giving up on Twitter, he's also hanging it up as far as touring. It's near the very, 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 very end. Something Kiss will never reach. But do you think Elton John will consider doing a residency somewhere or something like that once in a while? I don't think you ever, ever say never. But remember, this is just the end of him touring. It doesn't mean it's the end of him playing live. But I see where you're going there. And I'll say, hmm, sounds like it's going to happen to me. A reason to stay tuned to the Bent News Update, wouldn't you say? Indeed. If we hear about it, you will too. And now here's Marcus Goldman with another international report. This one from down under man i'm racking up my miles we are in australia as the church announced their forthcoming 26th studio album the hypnagogue it will be released friday 24th of february in 2023 the album art is absolutely fantastic it is just cool and it's got an old school vibe even a little bit of a steampunk vibe as well but and it is pretty cool looking album cover true and you can hear their first single called say la vie out now on youtube We'll put up a link on the episode for you at imbalancedhistory.com. The church with new music on the way. Well, we've been talking about touring this week, Marcus, but it looks like Ozzy may be out of that game, saying he doesn't walk much now, and he's not sure if he could do a tour, you know, with all the walking you got to do, not to mention the way he goes, fucking crazy on stage! Look, when we saw him perform on Thursday Night Football, he looked good, but he did not move at all. He stood still and he sang. He's recovering from back surgery. He's much older than he was a few years back, many years back. And he was much... I was so much older then. I'm younger than that now. (laughs) Funny. He Um, wishes because, you know what? Inside, he still wants to jump up and down, throw buckets of water in people's faces, all the fun stuff. He said, I want to be out there. I want to be doing it. It's his way of saying, man, this is killing me to be sitting here on the couch with Jack watching, you know, you know reruns of our show together. Whatever he's doing. <laughs> Were we that silly together, Jack? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Those two. Father, son. I remember the first time I saw Jack Osborne raise on his father's shoulders during the encore of the show at the Tower Theater, the pay-per-view one that I did back in 91. He said then he was the heir to the throne of madness. We just didn't know what the hell it was going to (laughs) be. All the best, Ozzy, as he heads into the holiday season. I got to talk to you about an organization that I did not know existed called Tossers Anonymous. And the reason we find out about this is because it has just admitted a member named Axel Rose. Now, the story itself is not funny. He threw the microphone off a stage, hit someone. She was injured pretty bad. 
And there's a whole story about that, right? It's a November show in Australia, and it was on the news. He realized that his actions can cause this kind of a consequence for his fans and for himself, too. He's realizing he's not going to toss anything anymore from the stage, no matter what's going on, right? You think he will get caught in a moment and forget because he's been doing it for so long. It's almost like it's muscle memory now. I'm not rooting for this as an outcome but consider that there are so many people who are 28 to 40 days into the program where they're quitting drinking and then they have a slip. But he actually said, you know, you heard of AA, right? Well, I have to go to TA. That's Tossers Anonymous. Yes, it's true. It's a 12-step thing. I don't know what I'm on, but I'm only at the beginning. The first step, you know, you've got to admit you have a problem. So my name is Axel, and yes, I'm a tosser. I want the audio of him saying that. <laughs> Funny you should say that, my friend. Hey, take that. Take that. Now, get that guy and take that. I'll take it, God damn it. Well, thanks to the lame-ass security, I'm going home. Marcus, you're working hard to finish up the latest episode of The Imbalanced History, and that includes a memoriam, if you will, to the people that we've lost here in 2022. And sadly, we are adding to that list even as you are finishing the production for this year's tribute to those we've lost. True, I was heartbroken when I found out that the Stranglers founding drummer Jet Black passed away at the age of 84. I was fortunate to see them in 86. I was fortunate again to see them a couple of times here in Philly in the last like 14 years, 13 years. I love this band. I remember getting turned on to No More Heroes and a few other songs by them. And I just love this band. They're such a groovy sound, and it's so different from what else was there in England at that time. Manuel Gutsching, Jumlau always gets me, even though I took German in school. Uh, he was the leader of groups like the Ashra Temple and Ashra in the 70s and 80s, known as a solo artist and an influencer on what I don't really like, uh, uh, this kind of a handle, but they call it kraut rock because of his German-centric activities. He was a very influential guy, and he passed away this week at age 70, which is too young, I think. These days, we hope people live well into their 90s and even hit triple digits. Keith Richards coming up on Sunday. 79. St. Keith's Day, by the way, I haven't mentioned it once, Marcus, the whole time. Don't forget, you not only get a present on St. Keith's Day, but you gotta give him one, and it can't be vodka. Happy St. <laughs> Keith's Day, everybody, from the imbalanced history of rock and roll. And we're making light uh, about, you know, life and uh, the fact that Keith Richards will outlive us all. Sadly, a young man we lost this week Uh, More known for his television work. He worked on the Ellen DeGeneres show. He was like their cool DJ. Uh, Stephen Boss, Twitch, right? Everybody knew him as Twitch. Completed suicide, as you always say. And it shocked a lot of people, including those in and around the show. And I know you sent me a text the other day like, dude. Stories like this hit me a lot harder than when an older musician passes away because you have this young, beautiful human being who is so talented and who makes so many people happy, has a wife, 
children, but also is how we see yes, it, right? most of us absolutely, and and battling these demons that nobody knows about, and then this happens. It's just heartbreaking, and mental health is really important in the United States. They just made a very easy to dial national line nine eight eight, which is a lot like nine one one, but it's nine eight eight, and it's a twenty four seven mental health services line, and it will put you in contact with somebody in your area. It will allow you to take the first steps in talking to somebody and getting comfortable and hopefully getting the help that you want. And that is very important because your mental health matters. And if you live in another country, you're listening to this podcast, please send us your mental health lines and we will post all of them up together in a post because, again, your mental health is very important. And if you're a military veteran, hit one. There is a special military mental health line for you by dialing one. Unfortunately, loss is part of this week's update. We've mentioned it before. It's to those we've lost in 2022, coming out Monday, wherever you get your podcast. And look, we just added three on this week's Bent News Update alone. Hey, Marcus, I want to throw something out there because we have found a lot of people discover us because of our early episode called R&B in the 70s, right? True. There was so much good R&B music in the 70s, and that first R&B episode is a lot of fun. It flies and it grooves. It sure does. And we figured there might be an advertiser who listens to the podcast that might be like compatible to that episode. So if you're a member of the community we're building here and you think you might want to advertise on our R&B in the 70s episode, send us an email to imbalancedhistory at gmail.com. Thousands of people are listening to it every month, Marcus, and that's how we keep seeing growth is from that and in that music as part of what we do here on the podcast. Well, it's all part of the big rock and roll family tree we just keep building it here at dark doc media with the imbalance history podcast and of course your weekly update to get the bent news into your ear the way you like it well that's gonna do it for this update marcus signing off from the imbalanced history network when you need to know Uh.